The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Been wanting to talk to our next guest for quite some time. She's an Edmonton-born actress who is making waves on the big screen and on TV. Olivia Chang uh, took her first acting class at the age of six. Fast forward a number of years, she graduated from Nate's broadcasting program, went on to work at Global Edmonton and Entertainment Tonight before being handpicked by Hollywood legend Robert Duvall for her breakout role on AMC's Broken Trail. That went on to win numerous awards. That was 2000. And since then, she's gone on to star in the Netflix series Marco Polo and just wrapped up season one of the Bruce Lee-inspired series Warrior on Cinemax. Hi, Olivia. It's nice to talk to you. Hey, Jaylin. <laughs> it's been a long time, my friend. You know what? I didn't realize this was live. <laughs> it is live. This is amazing. It's just like old times. Don't swear, okay? Okay, thank you. I'm not sure if the delay is on. <laughs> <laughs> 2006, Olivia. It's been hard. It's hard to believe that it's been 13 years since oh that my breakout role for you. Um, you know, I remember sitting in the newsroom at Global Edmonton and having a conversation with you, and you were wondering kind of which way you wanted to go. Did you want to continue on in broadcasting? But you kept telling me, you said, you know, I really want to go into acting. I want to chase this dream, and you've done it. So tell me about you know go all the way back to to working with Robert Duval about him saying. I want her for this show. Well, uh, you know, I remember you're giving me flashbacks now to being in the global Edmonton newsroom. And I remember I went into the office of Neil Fitzpatrick, our managing editor at the time. And I told him, look, I've got this opportunity. Um, and, and, you know, can I, can I, can I take a sabbatical, go do it and come back? And, I remember Neil saying to me, you know, I'm speaking to you almost more as a parent <laughs> than a boss right now. You need to go do this. Yeah. Um, it's a once in a lifetime thing. And if you want to come back, we'll be here. But I have a feeling that your heart's actually going to be somewhere else. And your heart was somewhere else. And it, it has it, been. Yeah, really. It, it, it really was. And it, it was tough because, you know, that was my global news family that I, that I feel like I had to part ways from in order to do this um but it was it was it really was sort of an opportunity of a lifetime um so yeah it's been 13 years since then oh my goodness yeah and you know i was reading some articles about you today and just some of the quotes saying you know her skill as a brilliant actress found its ground and in, in iris chang the rape of nanking you portrayed chang goes on to say that you have a history of portraying women who are otherwise considered unconventional and this journalist was pretty eager to see what was next uh for you now from um the, that original that broken trail you went on to to to, to act and in Marco Polo, which was one of the most expensive shows in the world, right behind, I think, Game of Thrones. Tell us about that experience. That was a heck of an experience. I mean, up until that point, so I I, I left Edmonton. I packed everything I had in my car, and with my boyfriend at the time, we drove up to Edmonton, uh, or sorry, up to Vancouver, and I, I never really looked back. And for about eight years, um, I was a working actor out here in Vancouver, which really meant that most of the time I was getting day player roles, mm -hmm. or if I was lucky, like guest star or recurring roles, which meant 
I was really only working maybe a few days out of the year um, and, you know, really going through the, 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 the trenches of, um, you know, becoming an actor and going to class and, and doing so many odd, odd jobs and, you know, scraping my rent together every month and, you know, using my media skills um, as an EPK producer, working behind the scenes on other shows, um, putting together, you know, how this movie is made, how this scene is put together hmm. kind of thing. So by the time Marco Polo came along, uh, I'd been waiting for an opportunity that um, was going to launch me into, the, in, into another level. And I honestly wasn't sure if it would ever come. Um, you know, I, I think being a, an actress of East Asian descent, um, when there's a specific role where they need somebody like me, mm-hmm. um, it's it, it really, you know, th- there aren't that many of us who, who are contenders in the world. Yeah. Um, but it's waiting for those opportunities that can be a long wait. Um, so when Marco Polo came along, it, it I mean, it, it, it suddenly, it launched me from, you know, being a uh, an actor in Vancouver to suddenly being on a project that was of an international scale. Um, you know, we filmed in Malaysia at the new Pinewood Studios out there. Um, it was, I think we had 800 people on set covering 27 countries. And I sort of felt like I, w- I won some actor Olympics, you know, <laughs> because I was the only one out of Canada. And, you know, our cast was out of Australia, China. Korea, the United States, um, the UK, Italy. You were the only you know, one from Canada. I was the only one from wow. Canada. Yeah, on, on on main cast. We had some, our stunt crew, we had a few members from uh, from Vancouver, Canada as well. Um, but yeah, suddenly I was just on the biggest production I'd ever been on for, I think the first season was five months, you know, in a developing country, um, working with Oscar nominated, you know, Golden Globe. Um, or Oscar winning, you know, Golden Globe winning caliber people. And um, and then it's been strange, to <laughs> tell you the truth, because that was a Weinstein production. Yes. And, of course, now I feel like I, you know, have, I, it's, 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 it's weird. It's, Does it's it feel tainted a little bit? Um, Is that the right I, word? You know what? I know what, I know what you're saying. Um, I think... I think it's more, I mean, when, when the allegations and, and the whole Me Too, uh, you know, movement started, I, I knew it was coming because, you know, reporters had reached out to the women of Marco Polo to see if any of us had comments. And mm-hmm. when I realized the level of allegations being um, put out there toward Mr. Weinstein, I was, I was shocked. I, I truly had no idea. Um, I knew that there was some kind of, uh, like I thought maybe he had a reputation for, you know, being, um, uh, you know, like, like, uh, what would the word be? Like just, just a pro- like the Hollywood producer, the yeah, epitome yeah. of a Hollywood producer. Yeah. But when the allegations came out and the reports came out of, uh, you know, exactly what was alleged. Going? Yeah. Alleged you name it, um, I didn't realize it was at that level. And, uh, you know, when the company went bankrupt, I 
ended up with a, a, a letter from the lawyer saying, we owe you nothing. And I remember being like, wow, it's like a piece of history. This is bizarre. This is absolutely bizarre. So you walked away, um, you walked away from Marco Polo with no pay after all of that. No, 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 no. Okay. no, 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 I was paid. I okay. think it was, I think it's part of the bankruptcy proceedings. Okay. <laughs> I think anyone who'd ever been involved in a wine okay. scheme thing got yeah. a letter saying, okay. we are free and clear of owing you anything okay. else. All I right. think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you move from Marco Polo into this one, which is just really something, uh, is, is really something else. Now, Warrior is based on original concept and writings by Bruce Lee. Yeah. Um, and if I remember correctly from what I've read, I mean, he tried to, you know, this was, tried to get made decades ago. And it didn't Almost happen. Almost 50 years ago. Almost yeah. 50 years ago that no one wanted to see this 50 years ago. And here you are now being a part of it. What is that like? It's something I can't quite put into words. Um, you know, when I was shooting the pilot, uh, I found documentary footage of Bruce Lee, I think in 1972. Don't quote me on the year. Yep the 1970s um, interviewing with, uh, I think the reporter's name was Pierce Pierce Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's actual footage of Bruce Lee talking about not being able to sell this concept uh, around Hollywood, um, but that the failure almost cementing his drive <laughs> and his, you know, belief that, you know, an Asian face needed to needed to be um, represented properly in Hollywood. <laughs> so to look back on that legacy and, and, and learn about, you know, what his family went through after his death and, you know, um, what it took Shannon Lee to even get the rights back to her father's likeness and legacy. Um, because for many years, when we're buying those Bruce Lee t-shirts, that, that wasn't money that was directly going mm. to the family. That, that was money that was going to a corporation that would pay a, a small, you know, stipend, um, annual stipend to the family. So, you know, through sheer will and tenacity, she, she got those rights back. And part of her now, you know, mission in life is, is cultivating her father's legacy with a care that only a daughter can give. <laughs> and, you know, this project is one of the, one of the, um, you know, uh, uh, demonstrations of, of what her efforts have, have cultivated in the world now. Um, so it's phenomenal. And to get to go to South Africa to film yeah. it, <laughs> uh, you know, to be in a country that has captured my imagination and I think so many others um, in terms of watching what they went through to overcome apartheid and be there now, you know, filming a show in a way about, you know, what happened almost with the Asian American um, version of, 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 of not, you know, of being um, pushed out of the country and, and being in a, in a country that was hostile towards them. It's, it's an incredible experience. I never thought I would, you know, be here. Olivia Chang joining me this afternoon. She is an Edmonton-born actor who is currently starring in the uh, the Bruce Lee-inspired series Warrior on Cinemax. Olivia, I need to take a quick break right now. Can you hold the line? I want to talk to you about the character that you're playing on this show and this um, this reputation that you're getting for play- playing some really kick-ass women, and I love it. Hold the line, will you? Of course. Thank okay. you. More with Olivia Chang right after this. 
Actor Olivia Chang joining me this afternoon. Season two of the show that she's currently on is uh, Warrior. Has just it's been uh, renewed for a second season. Olivia, tell me about um, the the um, the character that you're portraying in Warrior. I play a fictionalized version of. Uh real-life Madame from San Francisco uh, Chinatown history. Um, There was a woman uh, named Atoy um, who arguably um, was one of the most notorious brothel owners and Madames of her time Mm -hmm. and one of the most cunning. Uh, She was possibly one of the first landed Chinese immigrants who took her... um, what would you call them, people who wronged her to court mm-hmm. and used the legal system to fight them until uh, a change in law, you know, put the Chinese in the same category as Native Americans, Mexicans, and Blacks and in, in, in disallowing them to participate or testify in court, something like that. So uh, very, very smart, smart businesswoman. Um, you could obviously not agree with her business of choice, um, and I play a fictionalized version of her in our show. Um, not much is known about her, uh, but I can certainly understand why she captured the imagination of our showrunner, Jonathan Tropper. Um, so, yeah, that, that's who that's I play. So you're playing. So when I was Googling uh, Toy today, there's there's a number of different stories that can come up. But again, you say there's it doesn't seem to be... It's almost kind of legend uh, about yeah. her. What 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 drew you to this character? Were you worried about playing this character at all? Absolutely. Um, I feel like I feel like uh, I get roles that are really challenging for me because they really push me outside my own personal comfort zone. You know, um, I I think Atoy is. A woman who whose power comes in her um, her, her her cunningness uh, and also a ruthlessness she has to show in order to survive in this world where it's very Machiavellian mm-hmm. and you know in that socioeconomic time of of, of um, San Francisco Chinatown, so many of the men are struggling. So to be a woman of that time who um, has this autonomy over her own body, uh, over her own wealth um, and independence, it's it's very much unheard of and maybe only possible in a fictionalized version of of this time. Um, So it always makes me, you know, nervous um, taking on a character like that and and figuring out, am I going to be able to make her human and am am I going to be able to help the audience not necessarily agree with all her choices, but understand where they're coming from. Season two's been given the green light. That's exciting. Are you on break right now then? I just wrapped. I literally (laughs) just got back to Vancouver. Um, Yeah, I've been in South Africa for the last five months filming. Um, I just got back about 48 hours ago, and uh, I'm not sure how well I'm doing this interview because this is when the jet lag hits me the hardest. I, I, I can't believe I didn't even realize this was a live radio interview, uh, Jaylin. I'm so rusty. That's, that's okay, my friend. That's okay. I'm curious. Your, your family's still, uh, still here in Edmonton. What do they think about all of this? You know, they are 
they they are they are so um, unchanged by <laughs> by all of it, which I I find you know really funny in a way because you know my dad can tell you so much about the careers of of Chinese actresses in China, mm-hmm. um, but I I tease him because I'm like you know what do you know about what I do? <laughs> um, so no, I think they I think my mom and dad understand that that you know that I'm an actress and I, and I go out there and I act. Um, but I, I think they're still very puzzled by my world, Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, um, <laughs> you, you, you work, you have worked so hard for this for, for so many years. And like uh, I said, you. off the top, it was kind of like, in my mind, it's been like a, a blink of an eye and you're there. And I know that's not the case. It was, no. it's been a, it's been a long, <laughs> long stretch uh, for you. What do you want people to know about, about chasing your dreams and about not giving up and, 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 and what it takes to, to keep on going when you're scraping, scraping and together rent money in Vancouver and what do you what do you tell people you know I really I I really want them to know that it's inevitable and it's and that it should be expected and that it is more than okay that you are going to fail mm-hmm. it's just part of it and you know me you you know what I'm like it was hard mm-hmm. it was one of the hardest things to you know eat humble pie over and over and over and you know most of my career is rejection um so you know i have so much sympathy and encouragement and um you know support for people who are trying to chase their dreams in whatever way it is it's it's not easy to forge your own path it's not easy to do something that that um you know, it, 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 it is uh, is your dream, mm-hmm. and, and and maybe doesn't necessarily have a map, and you know your journey is not going to look the same as someone else's journey, um, and you know that saying comparison is the thief of joy. <laughs> you know it's so hard sometimes to stay in your own lane, and um, but I think sometimes that those mistakes you make and the failures that are inevitable, they are the gifts of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get better until you hear no and until you understand why you got that no. <laughs> you know, until you get back in and you find your mentors and you find your tribe and you find the people who are not just going to be there on the days that you are down and on the days you don't believe in yourself to believe in you for you, but those people who are going to celebrate your wins like they're your own. Yeah. And I think um, anytime you're trying to do something a little outside of the box, um, something outside of what your family hoped for you, <laughs> yep. something outside of maybe what your social circles can even imagine, yeah. I think it's so important to find people who um, are going to help support that. Um, you know, and... Uh, if there's someone out there listening who is in that position right now, I just want you to know that, you know, when you read about me, it's just the highlight reel. It is the <laughs> highlight reel. But, oh, my God, like, like, you know, I think my low point was being in a Subway sandwich shop and not being able to pay for a $4 sandwich. Like, I literally 
bought the cheapest thing on the menu and my card still got rejected. <laughs> but what came out of that day was I was like, there can be nothing more embarrassing than this. And I uploaded, you know, a skit that I had done that day that I was scared to put out because I was like, what if people think this is so weird? But I was like, there can be nothing more embarrassing than not being able to pay for a $4 sandwich. And like, you know, having to look the teenager behind the till in the eye and make up an excuse why you can't pay for a $4 sandwich. Olivia. And it kind of pushed me to release something. So, Olivia, yeah. Um, I can't wait to see uh, season two. We are looking forward to seeing season two of uh, Warrior on Cinemax. Olivia, you are, and I've told you this before, you're an incredibly smart, talented, and beautiful human being. Watching you uh, on this roller coaster ride over the past 13 years has been nothing short of amazing. Continued best of luck, and I hope to talk to you again sometime soon. I would love that. So good to hear your voice, Jalen. You too, Olivia. Bye-bye now.